So what's up guys, today I'm going to be starting a brand new podcast called Yankee Podcast. Name's probably going to change, just still haven't completely clarified it yet, doing this on Anchor right now. Uh, so basically I'll be talking about Yankee news, my thoughts on the Yankees, Yankee everything, pretty much. So uh, let's get into it at first. So hello and welcome to my podcast. Uh, so first order of news, I am a complete Yankee fan. I hate the Red Sox. I am okay with the Blue Jays, and I cannot stand the Mets. So uh, first of all, in Yankee news, uh, well nothing really has happened up to now in the free agent market. Although many players remain unsigned, like Manny Machado, Patrick Corbin, and Bryce Harper, uh, the Yankees haven't made any significant moves of late. Uh, except for a James Paxton trade, but that was a couple weeks ago, so I'm not sure if that really necessarily counts. Uh, a big move that happened around the league this year, Josh Donaldson just signed with the Braves uh, today. So, yeah, that's pretty darn good against the, well, for the Braves, obviously. They had Camargo, and that wasn't really going to work for them. Uh, but back to Yankee news now. Uh, basically, a lot of questions like that I've asked myself and I've asked other people, and they can't really necessarily you know, answer my question. Why do the Yankees not have their eye on Paul Goldschmidt? As you might know, Paul Goldschmidt is really a guy that has been chopped around a little bit. Uh, and there's rumors about it. Uh, but he's been chopped around for sure by the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's looking like they're kind of going into a rebuild. I mean, they're going to lose Corbin now for absolutely nothing. Uh, well, a uh, compensation pick, actually. Uh, but it's looking like even if uh, they lose... Uh, they lose uh the the, the, the Goldschmidt, <laughs> they would probably be uh, all right, but they would have to get a load of prospects for it. And uh, as we know, the Yankees are not very good at first base. Obviously, Greg Bird was considered by Brian Cashman three years ago as the best Yankee prospect. Obviously, since then, we've had Sanchez, Severino, Judge all get into the league uh, with authority, uh, whereas Bird hasn't clearly integrated into this league yet. So I feel like that's kind of weird. But it is what it is at this point. So basically, yeah. And also something that, uh, well, many p- people, Yankee fans, really know and think of is Luke Voigt probably won't do the job for an entire season. He was incredible in September and August uh, last year but uh, and in October as well. Although I don't think he's going to be like a 300 hitter uh, for a complete year next season. It's very, very unlikely at that point. So we have a need for his base, clearly. And we also have a need a shortstop for the first three months because the Gregorius, as you guys probably know, had Tommy John surgery about a month ago. So he's going to miss a little bit of time. Most people would tell me, yeah, but you might really, uh, you might get like Manny Machado, though. That's the most, uh, that's the most interesting guy. He's, uh, he wants to get paid a lot and he can pay him. It's a perfect match. Wrong. Machado has not been the best uh, defender at shortstop, and uh, I don't think anyone like disagrees with that statement. Uh, although I feel like he's kind of a brat, you know, on uh, on the field, stepping on uh, Aguilar on purpose. Um, uh, the Johnny Hustle comment, I don't like it. Even if he kind of clarified it to MLB.com as Mark Feinzen, I kind of feel like I don't really uh, believe him in a sense. Uh, believe the fact that he said that it just came out wrong. I feel like it came out exactly how we interpreted it. And he just, like, you know, he's just that kind of guy, you know, knowing him, like, having seen him play. He really is that kind of guy that would have said it on purpose, and that's exactly what he meant to say, uh, for sure. 
So, uh, basically, I feel like it's smart for the Yankees to get Goldschmidt. Obviously, I feel like everyone agrees on that. But Machado now. Personally, I don't feel like it. But another guy that could interest in a, possibly the same trade as Paul Goldschmidt, a man by the name of Nick Ahmed, who just won uh, the, AL, the NL Glo- Gold Glove uh, last year. Well, this season, actually. Uh, his first Gold Glove of his career. And for three months, which is what Didi's expected to miss, you don't necessarily need a guy that's going to bat uh, 300 with 20 homers. Uh, you really need a guy that is really, really excellent on defense that could, after that, integrate nicely to the bench. And I feel like that's exactly what Nick Ahmed could do, is able to do. He plays uh, both middle infield positions, shortstop as well as second base. And the kind of guy that Nick Ahmed really is, is really just, you know, the defensive guy. And even though he had like 15 homers last year, approximately, I think, you know, he's not a terrible guy on the offense. So, I mean, don't expect to be horrible. So I feel like it could be a really nice pickup, although it might really come at an expense. Uh, considering, well, that he just won a gold glove, and his value has never necessarily really been higher. Uh, and obviously Goldschmidt being Goldschmidt, so the offer would have to be pretty darn high. But I kind of have one in mind, so we'll see what I got, shall we? So here is my trade proposal to the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, from the New York Yankees. I feel like I'm not going to be biased towards this. I won't just go Goldie and Ahmed for Greg Bird, obviously. That's not really what I'm going for at this point. Uh, but because I'm going to try to make it realistic as possible. Meaning I probably won't add in Gardner or CeCe Sabathia in these talks. Because they just signed an extension. The chances that they get traded are so slim. It's ridiculous. So basically, that's it. Uh, so the Yankees will receive Paul Goldschmidt and Nick Ahmed. Uh, so that's that. That's all they will receive. No prospects nor money will be... Uh, acquired by the Yankees in this trade. And in exchange, one of the pieces, and I feel like maybe not the big piece of this trade, will probably be Greg Bird. Greg Bird, I mean, it's, I feel like, it feels obvious at this point. Uh, Diamondbacks don't really have a, a first base prospect or a first baseman at all if they trade Goldschmidt. And uh, we would probably have Luke Boyd as a backup, which I feel like he'll do fine, even if he doesn't bat 300 again. I don't mind a 240 backup for with like five home runs I don't really care like even if he plays like 50 games so basically yeah so I feel like even though Greg Bird is one of the best prospects at Brian Cashman and I don't feel like he's giving up on him just yet I feel like it's kind of necessary for him to change places I mean for him to have the struggle that he's had being a lefty at Yankee Stadium it's it's incredible so um and imagine another lefty Yankee Stadium by the name of Goldschmidt so that would be really really fun but Greg Bird just hasn't really panned out for the Yankees and I feel like if he goes to the Diamondbacks, it might be it might do him some good actually. So that's that. Greg Bird will probably be heading to the Diamondbacks in my trade. Uh, another guy that I would probably add into this trade, which I would not necessarily classify as a bust, but a guy that's uh, disappointed a few. Chance Adams. Uh, I got to see him pitch live at one point in spring training game. So cool. Uh, although uh, I don't just see him as part of the Yankee future. Um, I mean the Yankee future already has Severino assured. Tanaka for the next two years, Paxton for the next two years as well. So those three guys are guaranteed. Jordan Montgomery making it four, and then who knows? Loisiga, Acevedo, Albert Abreu. We have so many guys that I feel like Chance Adams doesn't necessarily have a spot here in New York. Whereas uh, the Diamondbacks, who just lost uh, Patrick Corbin and are shopping Zach Granke, I feel like it's really, really a smart thing 
for them to trade him at this point, uh, for, for him to acquire him at this point on. I feel like it might be one of the best places where he could go, having a team that's decently competitive to play with. You're not that deep in starting pitching, which would probably give him a chance to start a couple games in uh, the bigs next season, or maybe potentially be part of the rotation. So, so that's that. Uh, another guy that I wanted to include in this trade, which I feel like would make sense for both teams, is Tyro Strata. Uh, as you guys might know, uh, he got shot last year, uh, last uh, winter, during the offseason. And I feel like he still hasn't fully, fully healed, which means that his value pretty much couldn't be lower at this point. Uh, it might have really, really hurt him bad, that shot. So, yeah. His value's kind of low, but we're requiring Ahmed a shortstop, and we're going to probably have to give up a shortstop there as well, since uh, the Diamondbacks have given up Drury and uh, Ahmed now at this point. So, they have no one at that position to necessarily cover well. And I feel like Estrada in a couple years could be that guy. And finally, uh, well, a guy I feel like could kind of be the big piece of this trade... Obviously, it can't be Esteban Floreal. I feel like he's safe. I feel like um, Anthony Seagler, former first-round pick, is safe. I feel like uh, Boy Siga and Abreu and Acevedo are safe. Uh, but if there's one guy I would probably trade, it would be Clark Schmidt. Listen, he was a first-round pick two years ago, and I feel like he'll be the centerpiece of this trade just because he's the Yankees' sixth-best prospect, and it's a lot of good prospects. Uh, in the Yankees system, to be six is really, really good, and I feel like even at this point, the trade might not even be accepted by the Diamondbacks. If I were the Diamondbacks, I don't know, I would really think long and hard about this one, because uh, Clark Schmidt, uh, he got Tommy John a couple years ago, but uh, he's pitched a little bit since in the pros, and he's been pretty good, so uh, that's a really encouraging sign for the Yankees or for the Diamondbacks if they end up acquiring him. So basically, my point of view, for, if I were to Diamondbacks GM, is that I would have to give up my best player and a gold glover. So I better get at least their top prospect or top two prospects, you know, something like that. Um, the highest prospect we're giving up is number six. And I feel like that might be a big no-no for uh, the GM of the Diamondbacks. So I feel like that might not go through. But the fact that I have Clark Schmidt, a really good... Uh, pitching prospect, which is going to be a big area of improvement if they end up trading Granke as well as losing Corbin. Uh, and they get Clark Schmidt, which I feel like is going to probably pan out to be like a middle-of-the-rotation starter, which is kind of what you want at this point. It's one of the things you want. Uh, you also want um, Chance Adams, who can also help out if uh, either Schmidt doesn't pan out necessarily or if uh, you need like a fifth starter or something. I feel like he could probably be that kind of guy. Uh Thyro Strata to kind of replace the void uh, filled by uh, by uh, Nick Ahmed, you know, uh, now that he's coming to New York. And Greg Bird to kind of replace uh, Paul Goldschmidt, as well as having that same left-handed power bat that Goldschmidt brought to uh, Arizona. So, might get the same love. And Bird is also a former top prospect. So, uh, who knows, he might pan out to be a 30-homer guy in the next two years, and we'll get Goldschmidt. But uh, nonetheless, Paul Goldschmidt we're talking about. And uh, he's a guy they can't really pass on at this point, I don't think. So, uh, yeah, that's that. But I feel like there might be a piece missing in this one. And I kind of feel like it could be Fraser Perez. Just because. But I feel like what it, what it would exactly take them to accept this offer. Since, do I necessarily feel like this is enough for Goldschmidt? Is he worth that? No. I don't think he is, personally. 
uh, well, I, I mean, is he worth that? I mean, no, I mean, like, he's worth more, obviously. Uh, and plus Ahmed, I feel like it kind of makes no sense. If I were the GM of the Diamondbacks, I would probably reject this offer. So, which is why I'm going to add in two things on each team, and guess what? <laughs> you guys are going to probably find this shocking, and maybe not even that realistic. But I feel like if uh, the Yankees and Diamondbacks made this trade, it would kind of make sense for both teams, so I would probably do it. So, here it is. The Yankees, uh, well, the Diamondbacks will receive shortstop Byron Strada, starting pitcher Clark Schmidt, starting pitcher Chance Adams, uh... As well as another pitcher by the name of Frisier Perez and first baseman Greg Bird from the New York Yankees, along with Cash as well, because we know the Yankees have a lot of that and the Diamondbacks don't have much, so you might want to give them a little bit of that to sweeten the deal. In exchange, the Yankees will receive first baseman Paul Goldschmidt, first base superstar Paul Goldschmidt, may I add, uh, former Gold Glover shortstop Nick Ahmed. And, and, starting pitcher, Zach Granke. Now, guys are wondering, whoa, hold up, how would Arizona accept this? Zach Granke is pretty darn good. What are you thinking? Listen, Zach Granke has such a huge contract, it makes no sense. I feel like no team is going to be able to pay him, except for the Yankees. First of all, Goldschmidt doesn't cost a lot, you know, and he's got two years left. And uh, I think Granke has three years left, so we might not be able to recycle Goldschmidt after this. Because, you know, obviously the contracts of Judge and all, uh, and uh, Severino and Sanchez, etc., etc., etc. But uh, I feel like that Granky kind of helps starting pitching wise. Obviously, he was a former top uh, top pitcher in this league, and he's still one of the good ones. So it could probably help uh, the team in general make the playoffs, uh, obviously, and potentially win the World Series. Uh, but as well to, as relieving uh, the Diamondbacks with uh, that massive contract. I feel like that's something to really be determined. I feel like many guys think, oh, just a contract. Yeah, but a contract will make a difference in a trade. A contract is worth so much, especially for a team that is not among the richest, like the Diamondbacks. Talking that big of a contract is such a burden. And for them, it feels like if any team would be able to, like, get the entire contract off their hands, they would do it for almost anything. In this case... Even though the trade might not really seem fair from the start for Goldschmidt and Ahmed, uh, even with Freezer Perez uh, getting into this deal, the fact that they're getting giving up Granky and that insane contract and retaining no salary is uh, really, really important, I think, to the Diamondbacks and to improve their um, their organization, their depth in the roster and maybe potentially sign some decent free agents to make the team respectable again. Uh, so I feel like that would be a really, really good idea in terms of the Max, uh doing this. And kind of like uh, I would say normally, the Diamondbacks are a really good team, you know, right now with Goldschmidt, with Granky, with Corbin, you know. But not all three of those guys, hypothetically, they would be gone, you know, uh, Ahmed as well. So basically, which brings the fact, why? Why would Ahmed be gone? And why would they trade Ahmed or Goldschmidt or... Uh, Granky, Granky salary. Goldschmidt, listen, you can get a boatload for him. It's ridiculous. And Nick Ahmed, same. So do I feel like this trade is fair for both teams? Almost. Almost because the contract to Granky is worth more than anything. If the Yankees had this burden of a contract, it wouldn't be worth half of what it is worth now. For the Diamondbacks, this is kind of worth like 
approve the entire contract, you know, and added another player to take on the entire contract, plus give them cash, it's like if we kind of added in Anthony Rizzo to a deal. Think about it. Uh, and, you know, think about it. For us to trade Anthony Rizzo for uh, for Paul Goldschmidt would kind of make no sense, even though Goldschmidt's slightly better. So it would be Rizzo plus Bird plus all those prospects, you know, Schmidt and Adams and Frisa Perez. In exchange for uh, Ahmed and uh, Granke and Goldschmidt, I feel like they would do that in the flash. And it feel like that contract is more than it would it is worth more than it would with any team whatsoever, other than like the the A's or something. So uh, that's a really good uh, trade I think for both teams. Uh, the Yankees might want to add in an everyday player now, just in case maybe a guy like Clint Fraser, but. I feel like we're going to save Clint Frazier for another episode, shall we? Uh, so thank you for listening to my podcast today. It was my first one. might not be my best one. But thank you anyways. Yay!